right. Yo, I'm switching things up. I know you weren't expecting to hear my voice, but but you did. So you got to deal with it for a minute. So I, I'm switching it up. I used to come on at the end, see you later, all that Cracker Jack shit, and then I would I'd play some music, which some of you might not even know there's special treats at the end of each episode. I highly suggest you go back and make a day out of it. Remixes, album tracks, and hit, um, all kinds of stuff. Silliness. So, without further ado, I would like to welcome you to episode six, Dagmar and Daniel. And at the end of this episode, there is a special, special treat. Daniel on the hung drum playing in the jungle. The other guy, Sounds of the Streets, Sounds of the Jungle remix. So, stay tuned for that, because uh, that's something special. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of our family, and that's all I got. Peace. Hello, we're just finishing our little <laughs> snack. Good morning, good morning. It's that great is. great to see you both. How's it going? Um, how does it sound? Usually I would have headphones on, but because we're two people, I guess we have to do it without headphones. Yeah, no, it's it's not bad. I think it's fine. Okay, yeah, good. And I hope it sounds okay. We'll remain quiet because we have like the hotel that like sometimes. Yeah, no, no problem. I mean, you know, the the fire trucks might go by here on my side, and we might hear that. So. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. Oh, I've been fantastic, you know, trying to, you know, get through the end of the year here and the holidays. And, uh, you know, it's a little weirder than it used to be, but, uh, you know, not traditional, different. You know, I'm I'm used to having, you know, big family events and things like that over the holidays. So it was a shell shock for my family, but it was good. I mean, I've been busy. I've been super lucky. I've kept my job the whole time and just have been able to work remote. Um, so, you know, it's I've been lucky. So I, I can't really complain. I mean, Philly's been a little crazy. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, see what 2021 brings. But I made the best of it getting through it, you know. Lots of yoga, lots of meditation. And uh, just trying to keep myself busy, you know. You know, I started the podcast. I've been working on some music. And just trying to keep writing and just trying to keep busy and do things. Keep moving. And, uh, you know, get through it. So that's about it. How have, you both, how have you both been in the jungle, you know, in the jungle for longer than you're used to at once, one clip of time, right? <laughs> a little bit? Yeah, for me, it was a bit challenging and sad to like let go of the retreats this summer. But of course, I had to. And then I managed to go to Europe for like five weeks in October. And that was, I'm really happy I did that because I was getting a little like, you know, I wanted to see my family. My parents had just moved cities and stuff. And I was lucky, so I managed to um, I managed to go um, for the month of October, and it was fall. It was gorgeous. It was oh, nice. right before before the lockdown started again, so it was fabulous. And I could see the changes of the leaves and the colors, you know, which when you live always here in the jungle, it's really yeah. nice to have that for a change and wear boots and jeans and scarves and hats and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's one thing I have to say about being on the East Coast is the fall when the leaves change. I drove to uh, Connecticut and Massachusetts in October as well, and it was really no, it was a really nice drive both ways, and you yeah. forget you know that you're pretty lucky, especially around like Pennsylvania and the mountains here and things. The leaves are really great. 
Yeah, and to me, I have to say also when I arrived in Hamburg the first day, I was just sitting in a cafe watching people go by and I thought like, it's so nice to see people instead of palm trees for a change. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, you know, that's what we always have here is palm trees and it's gorgeous and it's beautiful, but I like to be social too, you know, so I really miss just watching people, you know, so yeah, you're in the absolutely. city, so you don't, you sure don't miss that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Daniel, I see you back there. Great to see you, my friend. How are you? Yeah, good to see you too. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I, this was, the, for me, it was an amazing year, you know, because, um, you know, my field first, job-wise, where everybody's complaining and stuff, you know, like is, uh, is no theme because construction, finishing, you know, people still want to create their place in paradise and, you know, building houses and stuff. So, uh, with my crews and contractors and supervising and creative consultations and stuff, I, I managed to build two houses basically to finish right away, right now, you know. And um, awesome. I also, in my free time, you know, like I, uh, in the, when the rainstorms happen and we cannot really uh, do anything outdoor, and then I started painting again. So after years of not really painting, so I, Finished yeah, a couple have... paintings for our house, which were part of like, you know, rounding up like whatever the decoration, the ambient of our house. And free time, I mean, you know me, you know, being outdoor, you know, like going ride my bicycle, you know, ride my motorbikes. Uh, I started uh, building in my free time. And, um, I've got an old, um, well, an old, uh, a work truck, a Fiat Ducato, you know, like a van. Ah, okay. But I'm converting now basically, you know, like in a little living van. So, so since we cannot really leave the country, you know, like to travel around in Costa Rica, you know, and not oh, giving awesome. up the mobility and, you know, like and still be flexible and just, you know, more flexible, more getting around. Dogmar has more free time. So, you know, that's, that's that going to be the new thing maybe for 221. Oh, nice. That uh, we just stay in the country, but uh, change the perspective, you know, taking it easy, you know, take, having time, enjoying just the floating around. Because, you know, Costa Rica doesn't have any uh, camp or RV uh, setups or uh, infrastructure anyway, you know, even in, in, in not Corona times. So um, this is uh, compared to Europe, you know, where you cannot really wild, do wild camping and stuff. Here we basically mm -hmm. can set our tent wherever we want. You know, Costa Rica, 50 meters is public for everybody. You can go to the beach where you want, the mountains where you want. So oh. that's what we are looking at for um, yeah, in these difficult, let's say, in these difficult times, you know, which for us are sure not as difficult since we can be outdoor, you know, like, and be not in masses of, of people. And, and, and now anyway, not, you know, there's no tourism, almost nothing. And so you're not so exposed. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, it's great to hear that you guys, you know, I think a lot of people's, the thing about perspective has been the whole year, you know, is everyone's perspective of what's happened and how you kind of handled it and everything. And I've heard so many stories of people handling it, handling it all different types of ways. So, but I think that perspective for you guys who always really had, you know, the world at your disposal to do all your retreats and, you know, the freedom to 
plan and live, you know, the way you guys want and travel around and all those beautiful different places. And now to just be like, okay, well, we can't do that, but we can still travel and we can still be mobile and we can still have adventure and all that. So I think that's pretty great. And I, I guess the main reason, I guess I'll give a little background, you know, how I met you guys and, and why I wanted to have you on. Cause I, the one thing I want to really talk about is about the retreats that I have been on with you guys. You guys do such a beautiful job of curating like the whole experience it's not just a yoga class it's not just you know one thing it's a whole a whole series of things put together I think almost perfectly so I met Daniel and Dagmar in 2013 or 14 when I went to Costa Rica on a retreat to Montezuma with Philly Power Yoga and then we became friends and then Daniel and Dagmar always have done retreats all around the world. And I've been on retreats with them in Iceland and Ibiza and, um, all, you know, also the time in Costa Rica. So I've spent a couple of different times where I've been on their yoga retreats and they've been wonderful experiences, um, you know, in beautiful places. And I got to really feel like in a short amount of time got to do and see a lot of that particular place more so than if I would have been able to do it on my own you know, and the way that we kind of did it and the way that you guys kind of curate everything, you know, with the chefs and the food and, that, and everything like that is pretty amazing. So um, I guess, you know, if you guys want to maybe give just a little intro to the audience who might not know who you are first, and then maybe just talk a little bit about how you guys curate, you know, the experiences that you put together for everyone. Well, my background is in the music business, actually. I lived in Germany. I grew up in Germany. I was working uh, in promotion and marketing and the music business. So I've always loved, like, you know, an artistic life. I was always longing to live a different life. I was always uh, working freelance. And in 1996, I just decided to leave all that behind and move to Los Angeles. And I continued working with photographers and started yoga and that really changed my life. And why it changed my life was mostly because finally I found a lifestyle that I was really resonating with because, you know, when I moved to LA, I was kind of lost and I was like, okay, well, where am I going to take my life? There must be a different way to live life than just doing a nine to five job. And, and then there was yoga and it was all of a sudden like, you know, things will fall into place and you have to trust and you have to soften and for a German that you grow up learning to move through life like this, making things happen. It was a whole different uh, philosophy. And uh, amazingly, like the more I did yoga, the more things started falling into place. And eventually I moved to New York and then from New York to Costa Rica. And um, yoga has just been my passion. And I became a teacher also by coincidence, by my teacher basically throwing me in there and saying like, when you move to Costa Rica, that's what you're going to do. You're going to teach yoga. And I was like, me? Um, but it was wonderful because I feel like we all have this ability to find tools to really live the life of our dreams. You know, there's nothing special about me to that I created this life for me. Maybe I had a little bit more courage or maybe I was just a little bit more fed up to have the courage to leave my other life behind. You know, so to me, teaching yoga was always like, how can I create experiences for people that go beyond just like, okay, we go like one week and we do a little bit of yoga and just practice like yoga poses, you know? So for me, it's always like, okay, I want to bring people together because it's really like a community that creates shifts for me. It was community that really gave me the courage to change my life 
And when I li lived in LA and in New York and now in Costa Rica, and when I do the retreats, it's so amazing to meet all these different people and we're all longing for the same thing. And so we can inspire each other to move forward. And, um, you know, and to do that together with Daniel, who's such an inspiring person, has just been also falling into place and just been amazing because, you know, I think we complement each other so well for like the type of people that also come to have that experience with us, you know, so and we can share different types of wisdom and different types of philosophies and he's the more active one and I'm the more softer one and, uh, so I, I hope that answers your question, but that's what I think um, makes it maybe special. It's very like from the heart. It's not just like a business to create these kind of experiences. It's really like, okay, bring people together to have an amazing time and leave inspired and empowered. Yeah. And I think also too, you know, you speak about the both of you about complimenting each other. I mean, it's got completely different energy, but together it's perfect. You know, and just the way, you know, the way he presents and talks about things is so much different than the way you do. But ultimately, it all ends up, you know, in the same place at the end. Um, so, Daniel, I mean, you know, you for you, it seems that, you know, you started more being in the retreats with Dagmar, but that's not something you would have done on your own prior to that. Right. Was that right? You were doing anything like that before you were together with Dagmar? Or is it something that you kind of started doing along with her? from the retreat perspective well for me you know like i maybe uh continue with what dogma was just talking about you know like i think what she's really holding that space you know like for people that was something uh what i found very attractive at that point in my life where i actually lived uh, up in the mountains in um in costa rica in solitude and doing my um my vision quest, which for months and years almost, you know, building my mountain house and living that life and having my garden and self-sufficient life in Costa Rica, you know, like doing the opposite, uh, you know, like withdraw myself, you know, from, uh, from society, looking for loneliness, uh, for, 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 you know, like for clarity and things like that, just for me and uh, be with my guru which is nature you know that's the uh, one reason why I still live in Costa Rica because nature for me is like the key and where I find you know acceptable rules uh, much more than like in human society you know what I left 30 years ago in Europe so back to where I met Dogmore you know like it was almost uh, she was for me holding this space and representing this this person where where I found, uh, you know, like it was like a delicious invitation almost, you know, like to, to maybe, I didn't know really about the yoga world and the yogic lifestyle and, and what, what all, what she basically had to hold and what was, what she had created already over all these years, you know, we knew each other from, from seeing, and I knew her position in, in, in the community in our small village here in Montezuma in Costa Rica. But for me, you know, like to really tap into that, uh, what was offered to me and what is still her thing and what, what was attractive to me, it was really like leading me into a full new experience of uh, self-reflection from, from a perspective, as, as you ask, you know, like I didn't have really before because 
I'm more a person, as you uh, as you know. You know, like I'm working very much uh, intuitive. I I I just follow my you know my impulses and stuff, and and you know go with the flow. You know, like with whatever comes toward me and towards me. You know, like if it's an adventure or a challenge or a project or whatever it is. But to get to to find this maybe these refinements or these these guidelines which have ancient background and history and 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 research and all that and on a yogic level you know like to tap into that and to have the chance you know to to join in into retreats and classes she was already holding back then you know like and meeting all these cool people and nice teachers and some of them became like almost mentors or friends and and then you know, I, I, I was almost with no resistance. It was for me so, as I said, an invitation. I love to follow. I tapped into it. I think it's uh, really what, what is my, my, in my perspective, it's like, you know, as long as you're willing, you know, you, to take the risk to step into some new experience, which is, in, which is ahead of you, you know, which is lying there and not just questioning it if it's the right time or if you're ready for it. So willing to take that risk, I think uh, that's that was the, the total the right decision, and I still uh, I still believe in that. And so that's how our whole uh, journey together started to unfold. I became a practitioner, basically. Uh, we, we 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 created a relationship on 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 private basis, and then later on it continued uh, me joining in into the her yoga business what she had to offer and meeting more people and then later also worldwide and then the, the next step would have been then when i uh, when i basically got my instrument uh, the hand pen the hung back then and and we were able to really experiment and implement in from the very very beginning of the history of this instrument like to to have it as part of our journey in the yoga yeah, I mean, that to me, I mean, it's something that I still can close my eyes and think and listen and hear that from those classes in the morning, you know, or in the afternoon or whatever in those places. So, I mean, I think everybody should experience, try to experience some type of yoga with live music in their life if they actually get it, because it's such a different experience. And I mean, you can have all kind of great music and everything. And even Dagmar, the class recently that I did with the DJ, that was amazing, too. That DJ, man, those beats and the sonically what he was doing in the class, it was incredible. You know, it's not just somebody playing music. You know, like when you're playing in the class with us, you're in that class with us. You're not just playing music. You're like playing the class almost. Or, you know, it's, it's just it's hard to explain, I guess, unless you experience it. But to me, that's the thing that really separates from like anything else I've done. And I mean, I've been on retreats all different places and, um, you know, all different styles of yoga and things. But to me, that sticks out as like really one of the most special things, you know, that you guys do. So thanks. It's pretty, Thank you. It's pretty incredible. That's Thank great. You. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Yeah. 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 And it's funny because I might also add in the beginning, Daniel really just wanted to come and play the hung and he would just be like, oh, yeah, you, you do your thing and I'll just be the hung player. And then I said, no, 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 no. We're doing this together and you're not just going to be the hung player. And uh, it was really beautiful also to see from the beginning how Danny more and more brought his personality and his, uh, yeah, his, his gifts in 
you know, and really came out of this, like not being social shell of like, I just want to be the hunk player to like, okay, I hold the space too for the group. And I, uh, I bring in my, uh, my gifts or like, you know, my vision. And uh, it's really nice because like that, we really cover like, um, yeah, very different energies and attract very different people. And when they all come together, it's been always super fun. And, and I also think that even just an individual coming to, you know, one of your retreats, I think between the two of you, there's a place in that range where they can be comfortable. You know, it's not just one kind of energy, I think. So I think for somebody who, and Daniel, to your point of, you know, stepping out into out of your comfort zone, you know, I, you know, and I've witnessed it, you know, people come to retreats and they've never been to one before and they get there and they're a little shy and shell shocked and quiet or a lot of emotions happening and things like that. So I think that's also something that if you really go on a retreat, in my experience with, you know, being around the world at different places, if you really go and step all the way in into a retreat and completely let go of everything, like a lot of stuff can happen, you know, emotionally, physically, spiritually, like I think a lot of stuff. And I've seen, you know, a lot of, I wouldn't say breakdowns, but I've seen a lot of people have a lot of experience emotional type of stuff through a retreat and i think that people holding space in that retreat i think it can't just be one kind of energy because i think you could run into trouble <laughs> you know you can almost run into you know not bad but i mean just you know to help somebody through that experience i think so i think mm -hmm. the different energies i think is important because it you know it can you can meet somebody anywhere you know anywhere they need to be i feel like yeah and i love that and i love how really like i mean we've been doing retreats now since i don't know eight years or so and uh three per year or something like that and it's like every group it's really magical how every group is just the perfect group but completely different than the other group you know and yeah. like and that is always fascinating to me like we had once a group uh like two weeks after the first retreat where like out of 10 people four people had just like lost parents or partners or something and they were like grieving and crying and we were like oh my gosh like and if they would have been like just two weeks before on the other retreat it was such a different energy you know so and it's really amazing how these four people or it was even six people <laughs> out of ten like how they all picked that week you know and how they, they created such a different completely beautiful experience and that's what i love about the work is like i never know what i'm gonna get and i always get a little nervous and i'm always like daniel Hopefully it's going to be a nice group, you know, but then at the end, it's just like heart is open. People have breakthroughs and we just hold the space and it's just always beautiful. You know, yeah. I, it's, it's incredible. What percentage of, I guess, I, I guess I, I don't really have a gauge in a few that I've been on, but what percentage of like, say out of 10 people that come to a retreat are that, you know, versus who you don't know, like, do you ever like, you usually probably always know a couple, right, of the people. Yeah, I would say probably 60% of the people we know, 40% we don't know. Okay, so the 40 is always the, the, the question mark, I guess, of the group, like about. Yeah, like, sure. Okay. Well, it's even sometimes, you know, you, you know people, but then it's also the dynamic of the group. You don't know, like, how are they all going to, like, work together, you know, and it's just, that's amazing. When we had people retreats at Anamaya was, like, 30 people, and it was, like, whoa, and there were people, like, from 20, like, super eager, like, doing handstands all day long to like a 75 year old woman coming with her husband you know and then you have this range and you think like oh my god how am i going to bring them all together and it's like the key is make them comfortable you know so the first class and second class you kind of make everybody comfortable so they start to relax they start to trust and then 
the magic really happens and and that's so amazing to me doing this work you know and it's really like you never know but it it does it happens you know yeah and i and i know for me the 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 biggest i think bonus or or the biggest thing that i love going into the retreat is just knowing that like okay all i have to do is you know send my payment before get that squared away and then once i get there i can turn my phone off i can you know put the keys to the rental car away in the safe or whatever. And, and like, I don't have to do anything then for that yeah. duration of time of the retreat. And it, to me, it's really like truly unplugging where, you know, everyone talks about like, Oh, unplugging or whatever. And I feel like that to me is the most genuine kind of unplug, you know, is like, get there, get settled in, get your room key. And then that's it. And then like, Hey, there's this, there's this menu of, you know, times and things to do, but like, Hey, if you don't want to do them, you don't have to, if you want to go do something else, you can as well. But Hey, we're going to be doing these things. If you'd like to join, I feel like mm -hmm. that's always how it's presented to me. And I think that's important because then you truly are unplugged and then living by, you know, Daniel, what you said before about like truly living about intuition and how you feel like, yeah, on, you know, you look at it on Sunday and be like, Oh, that Wednesday hike sounds good. Well, maybe Tuesday afternoon, you're like, you know what? I'm not going to go hiking. Tomorrow. I want to stay home or whatever. So I think that, is really a, a big part of for me the the draw and what attracts me to it is having that ability to really just unplug and to know what that feels like too you know and then to know that like man i need that again you know what i mean and, and to to feel like that i need that you know and know when i need it i think is important well there's maybe something i would like to say to that you know like when uh even Dogmar said, you know, like making the, the group feel comfortable. I think that has a lot to do with what you just said, you know, like that you basically can unplug, you know, like if you have the ability to make people really feel like that, so make them feel safe in the environment, what we have created together. And, you know, like we, I think it's different because I, I experienced uh, to be in the retreats, which were just one single teacher. So I think us also together, not just to be uh, so two different personalities um, it's also like you know like we're a couple so so the, the the energy from the beginning is quite different than just with a single teacher because there's females and males in the group first and and you know to be a couple you feel like from the beginning you under a constant more or less observation from the practitioners because they, most people are interested in like, you know, how, how dynamics go between people, uh, how communication really works. So they basically watch us even with, with, with very simple things you have experienced as a participant and all that, you know, like, so it's a lot. I think all that helps to create this feeling of like almost of a familiar environment, but with a very important point, what you, what you, what you mentioned is like that it's your it's up to you it's your decision if you want to participate if you want to stay back and be just an observer if you want to uh, throw yourself right into it so dogmar and me with these two different like she's more more like the holding mothering uh, energy you know like which is very important to be there especially if you have go through heavy duty stuff which would takes time you know to soften and to process and then maybe I'm more like holding the active aspect, you know, like the more adventurous, the more like throw yourself in, take a risk, you know, take a challenge, you know, because I think the whole dynamic and that that's a really cool thing. What, what, what I what I even like, you know, like to be part of it, that we have like these two, these two different dynamics. 
And of course, as a couple, you know, like to, to really make it, um, to, to hold the flow, to create that, that beautiful flow, this, this, this melody, this music, what, what the retreat almost becomes at some point, and all the practitioners are like, like instruments to it, you know, like they, they play a little louder or a little softer, but the group, the beauty, what I always observe is what is fascinating for me is like that if you create this environment beside the yoga and the yoga philosophy, which almost comes just like the frame, it is like the dynamic of the group, even strangers, they didn't know each other or members that knew each other, but now it's a different constellation with a diff with different group, with different people in the group. So, you know, like, it's always beautiful how people find each other, how, how things fall in place, that everybody's open, nobody, you know, like, it's just amazing how the group comes together. And, I mean, you, you have experienced it too so many times at the end of a week. In the beginning, everybody just wants to be in their bubble and in their space and not open up at all. At the end, it's more likely that the group really became, like, a super-bonded beautiful thing of a creation of like people don't even want to get out of this thing anymore and go home and we have i heard it so many times people just said like oh we should do this again let's stay in touch you know like we should do the exactly the same thing again in a year or whatever you know this group was so amazing and so i think if you know if you if you're able to sometimes i'm just it i feel like you know i'm just adding a little bit there and pushing a little bit on that side, I open a little door on the other side and once a sudden the whole thing starts to flow and the group creates this beautiful dynamic on its own. And we always in yoga, we talk about the whole, you know, so and that we find peace in ourselves. But if you start to experience like all these things like in a group, I think that's what, what, what's naturally really our, our human condition and that's all what we're longing for. Yeah, and I think it's pretty cool too to just, um, you know, still follow. Like, for example, I think the Ibiza group was really great. You know, everybody, you know, got along really good from last year and just to still see what people are doing and follow along with everybody, it's still pretty interesting, you know. Um, it's really cool to, you know, have those people that, you know, like if you ever run across or go into that city or whatever, you know that those people are there you know, to say hello yeah. and everything like that. So that's also another really great bonus as well. And I think uh, to add to what Diane just said, I just realized, you know, the, the piece really starts with yourself. And maybe that's why this experience happens because when you do the practice, everybody does the practice for themselves, but then you open for yourself in this week, you start to trust, you start to see, you know, maybe you start to have hope again, you know, you connect with people and that is what brings everybody together. So if you take that on a bigger scale, maybe that's also what's something about the world is like, you know, peace starts with you. And if you have this sense of bliss or happiness or peace with yourself, your whole experience will change with the world, you know, and I feel it with myself. I sometimes when I read the news and stuff, I get so hopeless and I think like, oh my God, humanity is just like, it was just not getting it, you know? And then such a mini bubble is like a mini cosmos of like the world. And then you're like, oh no, I, after such a week, I go home and I'm so hopeful. I'm like, no, people are great. And we have the ability. We just need to really like find it in ourselves first, you know, that trust and that like letting go and that softness and the ability to be open. 
Yeah, I think share it with people too when it happens to you to talk about it, right? I think mm -hmm. that's important so people that maybe haven't done it or tried, you know, start to maybe feel those feelings or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you talked a little bit, you know, um, about the van and things kind of for 2021. So is 2021, you don't have any retreats booked at this point or anything, or you do, or kind of you're hopeful for that for the 2021 if you guys can leave again? So we, we do have the retreat. This year we were supposed to go to Formentera and uh, actually a lot of the people from Ibiza last year are going to Formentera. Oh, so Formentera, that retreat nice. is fully booked and it got pushed to June 2021. So I'm hoping that that's still going to happen. The okay. Ibiza retreat though had to be canceled and oh, she lost that location. Can you believe it? Uh, so now it's a little bit in the end. She wanted to push it to another location in 2021 that I didn't like so much. So I've kind of, with all the traveling, not being sure, I kind of pushed that to like 2022 okay. and we'll see where we're going to be then. But I'm already like looking at Iceland again. Like <laughs> I'm like, I'm like dreaming of destinations and I'm like, I want to go back travel and do more retreats so is, is there is there a single location somewhere that you haven't been that's sort of maybe your number one dream of where you would want to do a retreat that you haven't yet or a place that you've been eyeing up in particular is there one place that sticks out in your mind at all well i, I looked once at like a safari place you know i was actually in uh, i think it was in india or like in in somewhere in Asia, I don't even remember anymore, but it was like a really beautiful camp with elephants and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, I so would love to do that. But it's, it seems so complicated. So I don't know, but it definitely, I would do something crazy like that. Okay. So, so and um, I would love to go to Norway. <laughs> ah, nice. I mean, in our nature for sure. And then, you know, I mean, Europe is so beautiful. There are so many, I would love to go to Croatia. You know, the water is so amazing. It's my favorite water. You know, I love okay. to go back to Ibiza. You know, it's really about, I'm always looking on Instagram and on like uh, Facebook for like places where people places, hold retreats. Yeah. Yeah. And then if something jumps at me, you know, Portugal looks nice, but it's more really, I need to get the vibe of a place. And then I'm like, okay, I want to experience that. And I want to take people with me to experience that, you know, so. Nice. How about you, Daniel, for 2021? You just said you finished two houses. You have, will you have some projects on deck for 2021 already? Well, actually, my, my main project is like, uh, uh, I, you know, like I'm still like in my age and with my practice and my experience and uh, all the things I did, I still um, observing myself uh, I think it's anyway a time of reflection. It's always time of reflection for me because, you know, if you're a creator, uh, I, I'm looking for an ether, for an environment which is mostly, well, which has all this, which holds all this challenge and you know, all this beauty or this, this curiosity for me. So for me, it's still, if I struggle in, in this situation, what I really have to work on is like boundaries still with people, you know, like I'm, I found myself many times like being maybe uh, too nice of a guy in a way of like, you know, serving and creating things. My whole life I have created uh, so many, I can say, beautiful things. I made a lot of people happy with, with my art, with my creations, with the houses and things. And I ask sometimes myself, you know, like, uh, 
how much more even me as an, an active person you know and i love to create things you know like i but how how much more how much more do i have to create you know like really what how you know like this whole idea maybe in the past history you know an artist you know would, would do his things until you know he dies basically and then his art would even survive and what else like i have none of all these um ideas uh, for me you know like i have you know for me it's always the process you know like it's not so much the product at the end once i finish a piece of art or something like that you know like and and it is really not just beautiful it's also functioning and it fulfills you know like the needs for the client and all this you know that's really what, what makes me happy but I always think like there must be something more. So for me, a destiny in a way is like, you know, to really, um, it goes back into simplicity after having, after passing those times of creating big things. That's maybe also, you know, like what's happening now or the idea with the van, let's say, you know, it's like, not like, doesn't have to be spectacular it's more like you know i make it i i i love to to live in a, in a in a small environment like because living in simplicity and not having all this this western uh, abilities and luxuries and in my case tools with me you know like it always in my life when i lived in the jungle i told you about it you know off the grid for 12 years and in, uh, when I came to Costa Rica 30 years ago. So for me to have on purpose, not having all those tools and electricity and all that available, you know, like always brought out the, the real Daniel in me. So the real person. So I think, you know, when people now struggle so much of not having all these, these toys and these distractions and disabilities we were so used to, especially talking about Western people, there's actually a good thing to this because, you know, like if you have less things and sometimes we have to do these limitations on our own, we have to take the shots and we create this environment for us. So to have less, you know, like brings more out the truth of, of what you really have in mind or what you, what is your desire to create and the questions of what do I really need? What, what is, is really life for me, you know? So I have, this comes up for me like in waves from looking back in my, in my life, you know, like I always, you know, like that's the kind of thing how I live. It comes, it goes. I really feel these dualities. So for now, you know, the coming down, and I think 2021 is not like the going back and get full, and do a full blast like we used to do. I think it's still a year of like more coming down. And for me as uh, looking at it, it's, you know, we used to live a, a life of like planning everything and have clear goals and be kind of like, Every, we can manage to lead into these things and now it seems it feels to me a little bit like that 221 will be more like a time of like not having all those choices like more maybe just reacting to what is coming and this is not an it doesn't have to be a negative uh, thing you know like it is always we, we it's our perspective you know like when we when i say you have to be willing to, to take the risk. I mean, you give you the space that something can happen. 
And interesting is that most of the time when I talk to people about that, when they go into the unknown, they're afraid that something bad would happen. The unknown would is the first thing, the first thought is something bad would happen. Negative. But this is not true because, negative, you know, like if you, you set this intention, you have this, you manifest you know, this is the, your perspective, you know, like if, if you just think already that something bad going to happen, but the truth is like, if you have space that something can happen, also something beautiful can happen. So for me as a creator, that's, that's where I'm drawing from, you know, like that's, that's the space where, where it's happening. So I'm, I'm open myself up constantly to that because if I don't do it, then I start to copy myself or others and to be unique and have you know my own spark for me and if i'm lucky i might found it and then that's what dogmar said before you know like all we can share with others is what we have to create basically for ourselves yeah. you know if, if i'm if i'm in ease or unhappy that's what i have to offer to you you know and that's also what my energy i believe very much you know in frequencies and stuff and with my music and everything's frequencies and you know like that's that's what what i feel you know when i have somebody in front of me or the the rest of the world and so i think uh it for me it's not so much a destination geographically i'm pretty much sure that i'm going to spend uh, most of the next year probably here in in the country i'm living in costa rica it might yeah. be not possible to have uh, you know the retreats we have planned and and which is sad you know i would love to see these people but um we simply don't know and just because we don't know we cannot be sad about it that's basically sure. what it is. yeah I, I think it's really beautiful what you said about basically you have to be open and have your perspective in the right place and then just let it happen and it may not be something bad it might be something really good and you know, the creative piece that you talk about is, you know, the come down after the creation. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, musicians and things always talk about like those depression episodes and things after they, the album comes out or the, you know, the movie gets released or whatever. I feel like it's that same type of thing. But I feel like since you've been creating for so long, you just have a, you understand it is for yourself and you understand that wave a little bit, maybe a little more than some other creative people. But that's really uh really intense thinking about that you know that you actually can harness that and kind of know where when it's coming and know how to deal with it so i think that's pretty incredible yeah so i mean you know it's been a pretty amazing conversation i think uh you know you guys shared with me a lot of really good uh you know good perspective on you know why you do and how you do you know the retreats and things i guess could you maybe give the audience um you know, just a, maybe a simple tip or two really to kind of help them, you know, almost with some of the, you know, start to break the barriers to some of the things that you guys talk about, about being open and, you know, perspective changing and being in the right place. What can somebody do if they're just starting on their journey now and they haven't been on retreats and they haven't had the tools and seen all these things? What do you think could be a couple things that people could maybe start to do? to just tap into that in themselves a little bit? Well, I think luckily a lot of these uh, yoga community is found online now. So, I mean, that is, was also really amazing to see because I think what we learn as yogis is to be flexible and to adapt. And so everybody right away created beautiful programs and moved yoga classes online. So it's more accessible than ever. 
I teach uh, three times a week on Zoom and I have a community with people who part of them have been with me since March. And it's really amazing for me too, because even when I go into my spiral, it's like, oh, I have to show up for these people so I get myself back together. And really anybody is welcome. Anybody can join. People are from all over the world. And it's really amazing to me. I was skeptical at first how community can happen on Zoom. I mean, we're having this conversation now too on Zoom. So if somebody doesn't have much access yet, um, he can definitely, he or she can definitely find it. They could try it with me. They could try it with somebody they maybe know or their friends enjoy going to. And the magic really is in the practice. And I always say like, you know, all you have to do really is show up and make that step. And the beauty of yoga is that it, there's so many different styles, so many different ways of approaching yoga physically, but it's so much more than a physical practice. There's such beautiful philosophies, so many tools, you know, but you have to open the box. That's the only thing you have to do and start somewhere. And the magic really is once you open the box and you start, from your experience of that bliss or that connection or things are starting to change and shift and you don't really have anything to do. It's like, you can't stop it. It's like you open that door and you, you cannot just close it and pretend it never happened. You know? So that's how I always feel like you open the door and then you walk through and that's all you have to do. And then there's this like field of possibility. So, um, yeah, and I also teach uh, an, an online retreat. I have done it already three years and I do it every year in January. So if anybody's interested, I'm running it again the end of January. And it's a five-week mentorship program that I call Spark Your Life. And it's for anybody. And uh, it's basically structured like a retreat. That was my idea because people go on these week-long retreats and then afterwards they're like, oh, how am I going to bring that into my daily life i'm so full of motivation and inspiration and then i come home and then i have my husband and my kids and my work and i it it just right away falls out of my life and so i created this program of five weeks that's really meant to integrate it into people's lives and there's like vinyasa yoga videos and there's yin yoga practices and there's a mentorship group so like community online and so it's it's really powerful you know and it's the same thing but bring it into your life and use technology for it. Awesome. What, um, and what, tell everybody where they can find you the best place to find you. I'll have all the notes in the show notes as well, but let somebody know where they would best place to find you. Well, the best place to find me is my website, dagmarsbrenberg.com and, um, to sign up for my newsletter. And then, you know, I send out newsletters like every two weeks or so. And, you know, there's links to my online classes. There will be links to my mentorship program that I'm launching now in January. So, yeah, there's the retreat. Everything is up there. Excellent. Thank you. And I'm going to put both your guys' Instagrams on there, okay, for you so everyone can see. And you have anything to add to that, Daniel, as far as, you know, getting down the path or starting along or a tool or a yeah. Um, comment about that yeah i think you know the tool is the key word i think you know since almost most of us and especially the younger generations you know like we we live so much a world like uh, a life of like uh how, how important it is you know how we look at on, on the outside you know we create our images you know like we we we, we think like the world is looking at us the way we, we appear on our outside, you know, like, so for me, 
there's so much energy, you know, put into that. So for me, I think like people, the key word for me is definitely is simplicity. And simplicity in a way of like, you know, not spending so much time of thinking and being of online and to think about how, how you look and how you appear and how, and, you know, creating this image of you, you know, like not spending so much time uh, with that, you know, like more like not, not, I don't want to get into the yogic thing, you know, like, which is definitely, that's, that's what Dogmar just already said. But for me, it could be something simple, like, you know, to do something crafty, to use a tool, you know, like to do something which is almost old fashioned, like Renaissance style. They, a lot call me Renaissance. I'm a Renaissance type, you know, like the way I do things and all the crafts and the things I have. And I miss that when I talk to kids and to younger generations and stuff, you know, do something, you know, there's for me, there's nothing more beautiful than create something simple. It doesn't have to be art or something outrageous, but to create something with your hands, it could be gardening or it could be like, you know, a piece of wood or whatever, or make a piece of whatever, create it with your hands, work it, get dirty, get dusty, whatever, you know, like, Feel the challenge, you know, like, and get back into trust what you can create without having all these, um, the social media, you know, like to, to show what you create, you know, to create something. And at the end of the day, you know, I find myself still like my dad and all those guys, you know, I'm sitting on the bench, I'm shaking the dust of my, of my uh, shirt, you know, like, and I lean back and I look on what I have done today and created. You know, this gives me so much content and freedom and like just it really a good feeling. And I think we have, we moved very much away from this very simple thing of, of when she said, you know, that one was talking about tools. So I always, when I talk to parents and stuff, I think like, don't forget that, you know, there's everybody just wants to study and wants to be super smart and intellectual and all that and stuff. You know, it is the crafty part in us, you know, is, is, uh, is very, very important. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I feel like that's almost like a mic drop moment. Like, I feel like we have to <laughs> drop the mic there and be done almost. Um, that's an amazing, amazing piece of wisdom. Um, I guess we have to just give really a special shout out to Sarah and Mike with their new their new news. So love and light to those guys. Hopefully I'll get to see them soon, South Cincinnati neighborhood. And when you can travel Ooh. again, that that might get you guys here for maybe for a visit, hopefully. Who knows? We yeah. already said that we would love to come, yeah. Yeah, oh, sure. awesome. So, yeah, hopefully. But shout out to those guys and a big hug. Congratulations to them. And I, I just have a lot of gratitude for the both of you for, you know, the the part of that you have played in my life, you know, making my life better and the retreats and things. It's been amazing. Um, you know, I consider you guys good friends of mine and, you know, I really appreciate everything you do. And thanks for taking the time today to talk to me. Um, I think you both said a lot of great things that I hopefully the listeners will, you know, hold some value to and maybe somebody might, you know, listen and step into that uncomfortable place, you know, and, and start the journey, you know, wherever they may be. So thank you both. Um, happy holidays, happy, blessful new year for 2021. So, uh, yeah, thanks. And this would, this is, uh, another episode finished and, uh, hopefully maybe we'll make, uh, 
makes a little special music at the end here for uh, my producer, the other guy. I, I got him onto your band camp the other day, and we were listening to some of your stuff, Daniel. So we might maybe make a little beat, maybe make a little beat with a little Gaudan remix, maybe make a beat for you. Sounds great to me. The episode, but thank you both, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day and weekend. And uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. And I'll definitely catch, uh, you know, I'll definitely catch that next and back in February when the DJ comes again. I'll do that class again, Dagmar. So I'll see you then. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. And I'm excited that you're doing this podcast now. You're really good at it. It was really a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much. Very nice. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. See you later. Beautiful. Wish you all the best. So welcome.